You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority, and welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Sports Grid Network, episode number 420. It is the 420th convening of the Stats Over Beats Cypher, where we help you win your leagues and win that cash, and we put the fun and functional sports content all at the same time. Jeremy McMahon, spark it up, my friend. It is episode 420. We got a great show for you, as usual. Listen, I know what number show it is, but we got, listen, it's week 12 of the NFL and the fantasy football season. We've got to look back at, we've got a big time Monday night football game. I'll tell you why I'm not only looking at the odds for tonight, but I might place a wager uh, for the futures that I think you need to do actually right now, and it may not be on the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. We'll get into that a little bit later on. We've got, listen, we've got uh, waiver wires. We've got diamonds and fugazis. We've got a big-time update in the Stats Over Beats League. And, of course, we have to let you know on the injuries. But before we go there, listen, we got a um, we got a poll question up as well on Twitter. I want to know if you guys are in the playoffs or not. Because the Stats Over Beats Cypher, we win our leagues and win that cash. Big shout-out to the people that have voted so far. And, of course, my man, Henry Henderson. You know, Jilly Dilly is like the den mother of the Cypher. After last year's issues, obviously, with Jennifer, and we're happy that she is, you know, making a recovery as well. The Hendersons have to be the family of the Cypher. And he says, because of my advice, he's locked in for a buy, has the most point in his league. Week 15, here we come. So when we do the waiver wires a little bit later on in the show, I will let you know who to target looking ahead to those playoffs weeks, week 14 and 15. But let's get into it. I got a couple of injuries that we need to get after before because of week 12, right? The first one, the big one, Eric Ebron has been sent to injured reserve, all right? Uh, he's going to have procedures on not one, but both of his ankles. Doyle rules time, okay? I'll tell you exactly why you need to pick up Doyle if you need a tight end. And there's a couple of teams out there that you've probably lost the tight end over the last month or so. So that's definitely one. I don't usually talk about offensive tackles, but there were two key tackle injuries yesterday. Okay. First of all, Brian Balaga for the Green Bay Packers with a knee that is going to impact not only, you know, the run game, but Aaron Rodgers as well. You saw they didn't do much against San Francisco. I'm not saying it wasn't the San Francisco defense that did that, but losing Balaga for any stretch would hurt them in their battle against the Minnesota Vikings for the NFC North Division title and also listen Saints tackle um Armstead he goes down with a high ankle sprain we're talking about everyone thinks the Saints is one of 
the top contenders in the NFC, this could have an impact as well. Listen, I say all the time, offensive line play eviscerates teams' chances. I've been talking for years about teams like the Texans, the Vikings, and others that have gone down because of offensive line play. If this befalls the Green Bay Packers or the New Orleans Saints, those you know star elderly quarterbacks have problems. Golden Tate in the concussion protocol. Carson Wentz with a hand, although they say he's going to be good to go in some young quarterback news. First of all, Denver has said they may, they're considering activating and starting Drew Locke this weekend against, I believe, the Chargers, and the experiment is over in Cincinnati. I told you Ryan Finley was going to make starts. I just didn't say he was necessarily going to finish the season or which starts he was going to make. They said they have evaluated him, and the Cincinnati Bengals are going back to the Red Rifle, Andy Dalton. Um, did you guys see this also real quick? You know, Danny, did you, can you show the people the video of what happened in Har- Harvard and Yale over the weekend? Play the video if you've got that ready to go, Danny. Look at this. In halftime, these guys, and this is students from Harvard and from Yale, they go onto the field to protest climate change, okay? The second half was delayed by about an hour. Okay, you can take that off. And they literally halted the game to make this protest. Now, I ain't mad at you. All right, 42 Yale students were arrested. But in the chat room, what I want to know is what is the weirdest kind of like delay you have ever been at a game? You know, not just like a rain delay. Were you ever at like a lightning delay? Were you ever at, you know, I don't know, a delay when there was a bat in the arena or something crazy, had to worry about a protest? I was in a game, Yankees A's in Oakland, where a bank of lights in that old ass stadium went out. And they had to really wait, literally, until some maintenance guy went up in a ladder and climbed up and, like, hit the circuit breaker or whatever it was. I want to know in the chat room, hashtag stats over beats, what is the craziest delay you've ever experienced live in a game? And I ain't mad at these guys. They got their message out, um, and they didn't have to spend, uh, you know— $5.6 million because, by the way, that's how much a Super Bowl ad is going for. And, yeah, they're all sold already. So, Danny, it's episode 420. I couldn't light up in the middle of the the studio here, Studio 34. But I do have, you know, some gummies. I do have some mints. And I have these pot rocks that are supposed to go crazy in my mouth. And then uh, we'll see the effect. So as we go to break, let's make sure we ready. Hey, Jeremy McMahon, do it. It's episode 420 with the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Uh, Danny, we talked about this before. These pop rocks, I just, I just put them in my mouth, right? Yeah. Okay, and then here's the thing. How am I going to tell everybody that it's episode 420 of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on Sports Grid when I can't do that? Oh, there's only one way to find out. It's like MSR. The sound's in my mouth, guys. Oh, boy. Let's see what happens on the other side of the break. Danny, I ate the whole thing. I wasn't supposed to eat the whole thing, Danny. I really did, though. I wasn't supposed to eat all this. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Episode 420 of the Fantasy Freestyle. Hey, Jeremy McMahon, no. The letters are unfortunately not CBD. Next to where it says milligrams, it says zero milligrams of CBD, 10 milligrams of those other three letters. And then there's a big exclamation point. You guys in California know about the big exclamation point uh, label, right? But in any event, it is episode 420. Terry R. in the chat room talking about that she uh, once went to a game and uh, it was a a delay for a fight. There was a fight, almost like some Miles Garrett nonsense going on, almost like Last Chance You or something like that. So keep letting me know in the chat room. We also got the poll question up on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds. You already know this. If you are a true stats over beats head, 51% of you say you're in the playoffs, strong styles in the playoffs, except for the stats over beats league. We'll talk about that. Clayton Trahan in the playoffs. Henry attributing some of that to the cipher. Um, XRP Esquire also first place by going on, it looks like, in both of those leagues. Yatu Sabe, you know what it is. So let's give you that information to help you continue to win your leagues and win that cash. Um, here's the first thing I want to say before we get into the takeaways of the week, okay? We have now finished the buys. 
we're going into week 13. There's one regular season week left and then your playoffs. You now, this is a shift. The buys are over. For the first thir- you know, 12 weeks of the season, your fantasy football team, what you also, you needed depth, right? With buys, you knew there was going to be injuries, that sort of thing. It's now different. Now, especially at the running back position, I'm teaching y'all how to fish, people, and the 51% of you, 51% plus that are in the playoffs and have a bye. It is time for you to cast aside your wide receiver five, your running back four. You don't need them anymore. Of much bigger value are the cuffs to your main dudes, okay? So Alexander Madison, uh, Pollard, Jamal Williams, uh, even after yesterday, Rashad Penny, right? These guys become incredibly important because here's the thing. Here's what you have to think about. What is your A lineup? You have to assume at this point because if one of your studs go if Christian McCaffrey tears his ACL this weekend sorry you know what are you going to do you're going to put in Bonifon or whatever but hey these things happen you have to now get yourself ready to have your A lineup you don't need the depth anymore okay because you're never going to be starting your wide receiver five again now that the buys are done. And if you actually needed to go to that person, your playoff matchup is in disarray anyway. So go get the cuff instead. I think a second tight end at this point of the season, now get ahead of it. You don't want to be somewhere where, uh-oh, you know, Kelsey, Henry, Andrews, whoever it is, all right, goes down and then you're at replacement level. Get ahead of it now, okay? This is very important in this week. You need to get Get those cuffs and really think about what is that elite lineup and sacrifice if you still have a trading deadline, things of that nature. Still do it. And also know your settings, okay? Sometimes Billy Hayes is in the chat. He knows this in the GST league. Jim Ross, others have been in that league. No. In that league, you can't. This is the last week to spend your fab budget. You cannot make any moves after this week in this league. So know your settings. So what do I have to do? I have to get a second defense. I have to get a a second kicker just in case, okay? So know your settings and start to organize yourself accordingly as we teach you how to fish here instead of just giving you the fish. Do I start this guy or this guy? It's more complicated than that. And once you know how to think about it, like the stats over beat Cypher, you wind up in the playoffs getting a buy, you know, or being eligible, what? What is that, 90% of the time? All right, biggest things for me, and first I want to tip my quarter, tip my cap to Frank Gore for passing Barry Sanders after his 65 yards yesterday. He now is 15,289 yards in 15 years. And that's important, okay? Was he ever the best running back of all time of, of his of the year or in the league? No. But 15 years is nothing to scoff at. 15,000 yards is nothing to scoff at. He now is behind only Emmett and Walter Payton. Barry at fourth. Then Curtis Martin, another kind of almost compiler. When you look at these amount of years, though, Barry Sanders did this in 10 years. That's why he's the best running back I have ever seen. But this, you know, Gore number three all time. Adrian Peterson is sixth all time, almost at 1,400. He's going to get to 1,400, I think, this season. But then it's Shady McCoy at 11,000. He's 22nd all time. And the fourth active running back is all the way back at 71st all time. And it's Mark Ingram in, uh, what, about 6,600 yards. And I'm going to tell you something, why this accomplishment from Gore is so amazing. We're never going to see this again. Okay, there are two factors. One is that we are now in a passing league. Running backs just don't accumulate this many yards anymore in the passing league we're now in, in 2019 and beyond. And the other thing is players' careers are just not this long anymore with the player safety and the CTE and players just retiring 
earlier on, this is a record that is not going to get broken anytime soon. And when this wave of guys, you know, besides Gore, when guys like Adrian Peterson, Shady McCoy are gone, we're not going to see people even crack, in my opinion, the top five anytime soon. So witness the longevity of his career. Great guy as well. Frank Gore, we tip our cap. Um, I also want to talk about it. it's interesting that the Steelers, for a takeaway from me, the Steelers went to Duck Hodges. And I think this is a, a gutsy call by Mike Tomlin, okay, and something that I agree with. But I think it's interesting that, what do you know? Now it's live that Mason Rudolph may not be there starting when they play the rematch against the Cleveland Browns. Right. And remember how I say sometimes injuries give cover for a lot of things like it has with Cam Newton, like it has with A.J. Green, like it has with Matthew Stafford, like it did for a while with Nick Foles when they figured out Gardner Minshew. You know, maybe this is cover for uh, not not the heavyweight rematch that we're going to see, because there's going to be a lot of buzz about this. There's going to be a lot of tension. There's going to be a lot of energy in that one. And there'd be less if it was, you know. Duck Hodges and not Mason Rudolph. But I digress. I do think it's ironic, let's say, that the injury, or now in this case, you know, the benching could provide some cover. Also, I say it all the time, and we'll get into it with what I got right and what I got wrong, but it was the same silent killers. These things, listen, I say it all the time, and people don't realize it. This offensive line play, there were only, um, there were eight teams that gave up four or more sacks. Seattle was the only one of those eight teams that won yesterday, and they have maybe the MVP candidate, a guy who's used to running for his life and knows how to do it in a way that makes plays, doesn't get hurt, and with a playmaker, right? But, but look at this. You know, Atlanta, six sacks, they lose. Detroit, six sacks, they lose. Miami, four. Carolina, four. Cincy, four. Green Bay gave up five to that San Francisco defense, and then the Denver Broncos give up four sacks and lose to the Buffalo Bills. I'm telling you, this offensive line play, people don't think about it because it's not fantasy relevant in the box score but it continues to be the silent kicker and so does kicking guys listen Rosas missed two field goals for the Giants they lose by five Sly in Carolina misses two extra points in a field goal they lose by three Prater in Detroit I've talked to you about Vinatieri for the Colts these are the things because now we're getting to the point of the season where cream's gonna rise to the crop right penalties sacks you know, kicking miscues, things of that nature. The turnover, that is what's going to get you because, look, the Patriots don't do that, right? And they're the default team standing there in the clubhouse, like I say, unless an amazing human being named Lamar, Mahomes, or Deshaun winds up actually having a playmaking day. Other than that, it's just that they don't beat themselves in the way all these other teams do. And even when you're about to get a win, some of these guys beat themselves, and that brings me to Dwayne Haskins, right? He thinks he's going to get his win. He does ultimately get a win, but he's at the crowd taking selfies, you know, and they couldn't find him for the victory formation. That's a little ridiculous. Now, I'm not going to go crazy here, right, and say, oh, my God, you know, no. But it's just a bad look for that franchise that has so many other weird things happening from the Trent Williams to everything that happens with Dan Snyder to now, you know, you pile on, and why give them, you know, a reason? To pile on. But I digress. Check it out. What we're going to do when we come back on the other side of the break is we're going to talk about what speeds got right, what speeds got wrong, okay? And then we'll do the waiver wire. And I know it's a little bit different now, right? Because, listen, A, there weren't that many big-time injuries, you know, in yesterday's action. Okay, the Ebron thing is one. But so the, the waiver wire may be a little bit less, but we'll cover it. And then we'll talk Monday Night Football. Danny, uh, I know I wasn't supposed to eat the whole thing, and it was 10 
But I got this gummy also. And it is episode 420 after all, Danny, right? So I should pop one in, right? And welcome to popping off. These things are all sugary also. So that's why I got my, you know, my beer, Dilly Dilly. That's why I got a little iced coffee to wash it down. People were saying Coca-Cola in there as well. Hit me in the chat room. Let me know what was the weirdest delay you've ever had. How you think I'm going to be doing on in-game live in about an hour. And uh, any other questions you have for me, I'm going to have this little gummy bear action. It's like a vitamin. You know what they say, right? One a day keeps the doctor away. Way. And then uh, we'll look at what we got right, what we got wrong in the waiver wire after a week 12 going into the last regular season week. It's Fantasy Freestyle, episode 420. Ya tu sabe. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) 
Hey, episode 420 of the Fantasy Freestyle. I don't know. Danny, when we go out to break, you'll have to tell me what the little exclamation point and what the letters THC mean. I'm not sure. But I digress. We got to read, so we can't confuse the two. Let's not mix these guys up. What I got to let you guys know is if you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000, go to pointsbet.com slash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code grid and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet by. So for example, if you're playing tonight's NFL game and you bet, oh, I don't know, say the Ravens minus three and they wind up beating the Rams by, let's say, 13 points. You will get 13 times your bet. That's pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter the promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. All right, we are back. It is episode number 420 of the Fantasy Freestyle. Ben has a question in the chat room asking me about uh, Penny. Yes, I do think you need to get Penny, guys, as a Carson owner. Because here's the other thing, and Ben, you know this. Carson has the fumbling issue, right? And I could see them putting Carson in mothballs for a week or a week and a half. And you don't need that week to be week effing 15 when you're, in your, when you're in your semifinals. That's the exact kind of thing that is a reason. Why would you have the last man on your roster right now when like you would need four, five, six things to happen to actually start that guy in a semifinal matchup? Meanwhile, Penny... All you need is your RB2, a guy you've been relying on all year because he's actually running back 10 so far in the entire season to, to get benched because of a fumble or to tear his meniscus next week. So yes, Ben and others. Yes, I do think about Penny. Ben, though, you're also asking about Matt Ryan. No, I'm not benching him or streaming rest of the season. I'm fine with Matt Ryan. I know they didn't win yesterday. I know Matt Schaub came in to clean up, but I am not worried about that. All right, guys, what I got right, what I got wrong. I told you guys. One of the things I got right was what the Eagles are with Jordan Howard. Weeks ago, I told you guys that when the Eagles found the Jordan Howard running game, it was like their left hand so that when teams shut them down, they wouldn't have Carson Wentz become a volume thrower. They'd be able to keep with their run game. That wasn't the case yesterday. Right now, Miles Sanders was fine. He went 12 of 63, another three catches, but they didn't have that threat and they abandoned it. And Carson Wentz again became a volume thrower. 33 of 45, the fumbles, the turnovers. That's what I'm worried about when it's a volume. You need to be able to have that balance. And that balance for the Eagles is Jordan Howard, not Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is fine, just doesn't offer what they have. They need Howard back. I was right about that. Also, same with Oakland. I said the same thing, guys. Listen, J- Josh Jacobs does the same exact thing. These Raiders are not the same. Look what happened when they go up against the number one run defense in the NFL. Josh Jacobs goes 10 for 34, right? And then Carr has to have it on his arm and it doesn't work. No touchdowns, only 127 yards. This is the same thing I say about Wentz all the time or a Goff in these Rams offense tonight or a Matt Ryan or a Phillip Rivers, right? And all the Raiders' only other... Like times when Josh uh, Jacobs does not run well, Raiders lose. He got 44 yards against Minnesota. They lose. They got 63 yards against Houston. They lose. Right? That is the formula, and I've been telling you guys about this. These teams, you don't want them as volume throwers. When they find balance, they are better. What's real for the real team and the fantasy team are not always the same thing, and that absolutely continued. I was a prop bet machine. 
in week 11, okay? I told you not only, if you listen to Pro Football today on Sunday morning, me, we got Mike Blewett, Joe Ranieri, we got Ariel Epstein, new addition to the network, killing it right now. We got Drew Dinkmeyer who comes on, DFS Glory, okay? I gave out four prop bets. They all hit. I told you Josh Jacobs under. Bang. I told you Carson Wentz over attempts because I thought of the volume throwing. Bang. I told you Devontae Parker would go over. I've been saying Devontae Parker for weeks. His prop bet was 58 and a half. He goes six for 91. I'm telling you, without Preston Williams there and Fitzpatrick still slinging it, Devontae Parker is the number one wide out there and has been performing as such over the last month. I also knew Cortland Sutton under. His total was 77 and a half yards. I said to go under. He went one for 27. All right, the Brandon Allen thing is coming to an end. The wind up in Buffalo, the number three defense, Tredavion White, these defensive matchups matter, and I was telling you to do it via the uh, prop bet world. I was, yo, I believe in Bo. I told you I believe in Bo Flex, all right? I believe he is a flex option. Bo Scarborough, I told you in the waiver wires last week, he did it again. 18 carries for 98 yards. Yes, he lost a fumble, but what I am more encouraged by is that he got 18 carries. Ty Johnson only got four. J.D. McKissick only gets one. Moving forward, this could be Bo Scarborough in this role, and I think you're going to see it on Thanksgiving Day uh, in that early game. And the last thing that I would say, I got it right. You know, the schedule's opening up for damn gays, and now he's got a stay of execution. But what you need to know in fantasy is that Sam Darnold has thrown for eight touchdowns on only two picks in his last four games. He has been quarterback four over the last month. It has impacts for not only him, but Lev Bell, Robbie Anderson, Jamison Crowder, and even a tight end diamond in the rough, Ryan Griffin. I told you about all of them, and that is why I think, listen, it continues to rise all boats. And... Listen, they got they got uh, Cincinnati and Miami in the next two games. They're four and seven. No reason they can't be six and seven after that. I know it sounds like good for Jets fans, right? But I always said this was going to give Adam Gaze a stay of execution. And unfortunately, I don't know that I actually like it. Things that Speed's got wrong, though. And listen, I'm one of the only people here on this network or anywhere. We hold ourselves accountable. I don't change the narrative to say I got it right all the time. And one of the things I got wrong last week on Thursday night was Jonathan Williams. I said that this was not going to be the plug and play. Why, though? I thought because Jordan Wilkins was going to take piece of the pie. And there was no Jordan Wilkins, and that cleared the way for Jonathan Williams to put it in my eye. I was wrong to fade him. He had another 26 carries, 104 yards, and one touchdown. Here's the thing, though. I still believe Jordan Wilkins is going to eventually be a piece of the puzzle, and that means I still would not go back to Jonathan Williams in this way. You got to think Naheem Hines mixes in as well. I think a committee is the way they're going to go. He put it in my eye once. If you want to go to the well, what am I going to say, right? Also... I think we have to acknowledge that we got it wrong calling Saquon Barkley the number one overall pick. You know, you got Christian McCaffrey doing his thing, Dalvin Cook doing his thing, but everybody went Saquon number one. Listen, he had 59 yards, but only two catches for one yard. And you expected a lot of stuff out of the run, uh, out of the passing game from Saquon also. He's entering now, and I know he missed three games, but he's, he's now running back 22. You know, and Zeke Elliott's running back eight. Alvin Kamara, who missed two games, is running back 13. But, you know, like, would you have ever thought in the top 10 you would have had a guy like Austin Eckler? Chris Carson, who we just talked about. You know, and it's such a war of attrition, but that's why it's such it's a 50-50 hit rate in the first round. That's why we try to tell you in August what we like as far as diamonds and fugazis. Also, I was telling you about the division unders 
And I said these in-division games, second time around at this point in the season, the unders were a trend. And I got that one wrong. The NFC South collectively put that one in my eye. You know, the um, I was on Tampa and the Atlanta under. I even gave that out on Patreon. I did go two out of three after going 3-0 and last week on Patreon. Um, but... That game zoomed over. I did not know that Vita Vea and Indomitian Sue were both going to score touchdowns, two defensive line touchdowns for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but they get the W. And listen, Godwin and Evans are torching it. They are the first set of teammates to both go for 1,000 yards. It's only happened three times this millennium, all right? And it's happened for them. It happened once with the Rams, and I believe once the Colts may have done it as well. Oh, no, it was uh, Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas for the Broncos did it once. And another thing I got wrong, I got to tell you the God's honest truth is Ryan Tannehill. You know, going into this year, I did say, much like with Andy Dalton, I did say that Mariota was on a short leash. And I did say that Tannehill was going to make starts. But I sort of thought Tannehill was just a guy. Much like Sam Darnold in the last month is helping people get to fantasy playoffs in two QB leagues. Ryan Tannehill is doing the same thing and it needs to be kind of It needs to be recognized. It really does. Listen, he's now started five games. The Titans are four and one in those games. They were two and four with Mariota. There is no, you know, they're six and five. They're in the playoff chase and they're four and one with Ryan Tannehill under center. The Titans have averaged 29.4 points a game. With Ryan Tannehill under center, they beat the Chiefs and Mahomes. Remember that? What was that, like 35, 32 recently? They do it again, putting the 40 against division foe last yesterday, Jacksonville. Ryan Tannehill has 24 fantasy points per game. 10 touchdowns in the five games he started. A huge game this week against Indianapolis in the AFC. And then they have, listen, who do you trust more in that AFC? Okay, I'll give the Bills one wild card spot. But between Oakland, who if you shut down their run game, like I've showed you, Indy, Right? Who, 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 who needs a kicker? And we don't know about their running back. Cleveland, who's fight club? Pittsburgh, fight club? Or these Tennessee Titans who are 4-1 and one with Ryan Tannehill as their quarterback. Why doesn't Tannehill get the love of, you know, Kyle Allen, Gardner Minshew, Teddy Bridgewater, and others? Now, Tannehill now has had the same kind of stretch and has not turned into a pumpkin and is performing as a top quarterback that is actually going to get teams to their fantasy playoffs. Speed's got that one wrong. I got to admit it. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to break. It's episode 420. Danny, let's open up the phone lines on the other side of the break, okay? The number to call is 844-843-6879. You like how I remembered the phone number, right? 844-843-6879. We'll talk waiver wire. We'll talk Monday Night Football and Stats Over Beats League. And Danny, as we go out, we got people wondering if it's CBD or like, you know, the other stuff. Feel free if you want. We can zoom in and see kind of what I'm doing. And you know what? It's time for another break. It's the last break of the show, right, Danny? Time for another. It's time for another gummy, right? We got to celebrate. It's episode 420. Danny, we're going way above what I said I would do. In-game live is going to be fun. Eh, stats over beat Cypher deserves it. Episode 420. Ya tu sabe.
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know what it is. It's episode 420 here of the Fantasy Freestyle. We're making it pop off. Yo, Lance, no, you need to upgrade from Kalen Balazs and Wayne Gauman. I'm sorry, brother man. And in Studio 34, no, we do not have a helmet. 
uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. Otherwise, I would have that up on the uh, I'd have it up on the set as well. Let's help people win their leagues and win their cast. Let's talk about the waiver wire at the running back position. All right, here are the guys that I think you need to attack, especially if you're the owner of these handcuffs. All right, remember as we move into week 13 in your playoffs, you need to you know trim the fat at the bottom part of your roster after the buy and really look to prioritize these handcuffs. Rashad Penny, only 19% owned. If you own Chris Carson, you needed to have him already. I don't care that he went 14 for 129 and a touchdown. You need him on your roster because of the fumbling issues that Carson has had, okay? So you definitely need to get that. I'd say the same, honestly. If you're a Connor owner, and I know some people have been asking me about Benny Snell. Yeah, you got, you got to pick up Benny Snell. Here's the thing. I don't know about Connor. He, I said it last week. They've been using it as a commercial on the network for the last week or so. All right? I don't know about Connor. Okay? They gave him a chance, and, and he came back, and the shoulder was not good to go. Similar to what happened with Adam Thielen. It's when a player goes into it thinking that they're cleared, and then they re-aggravate it, or they realize they can't go mid-game, they are going to miss multiple games. I said that about Thielen. I'm saying it about Connor. Okay? And what we also now saw yesterday is that Samuels is not there like running back. He is straight going to be there out of the backfield guy. So who does that go to? Maybe it's Edmonds. Maybe it's Snell. You need a piece of this, especially if you are a Connor owner. He's only owned in 5% of leagues. I like Shady McCoy, guys. He's available in half of leagues. I saw him at literally 50% owned. He was more effective than Damian Williams in that Monday night game in Mexico. And they were talking about how they just gave him a week off for rest. He wasn't in the doghouse, okay? This was like load management. And now Damian Williams is banged up, okay? If I told you that in your playoff semifinals in week 15, I could gift, you could right now pick up the starting running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. You have that opportunity in half of leagues. I think Shady will be ascending, and I like that. Jonathan Williams, listen, he did it again. He put it in my eye. He's still only owned in two-thirds of leagues. Give it, it's worth a look. And also worth a look, remember, these teams coming off their buys, all right? Most of these backs are definitely owned, but I checked, and Kenyon Drake is unowned in a quarter of leagues because of the buy. So that is worth a look. At the wide receiver position, um, remember how I talked about Ryan Tannehill? Well, listen, guys, A.J. Brown is only owned in 16% of leagues, and the talent has been there. The talent has always been there, even before his 135-yard touchdown performance yesterday. He leads the Tennessee Titans. This team I was just telling you about that could be the sixth seed in the AFC. This team that is now 4-1 and one under Ryan Tannehill, scoring 29-30 points a game. A.J. Brown leads this team in targets, in yards, in touchdowns. And yet, at 16% owned, he's below Corey Davis. He's below Delaney Walker. A.J. Brown should and could get picked up in your league for a little bit of a run. Let's say you lost someone like Mohamed Sanu, you know, or someone like that that you've been relying on. Juju, you don't know about just yet, right? Will Fuller is now back and owned in only two-thirds of leagues. It's worth a look. He is an important role for that offense going 7 for 140 last week on Thursday night. And I talked about Sam Darnold and the impact there. Robbie Anderson is only 53% owned, people, and I like him. Remember, I said the next few weeks, Cincinnati and Miami, he's scored in his last two games. This coincides with Sam Darnold was always his favorite target, okay? 
say, revert back. What did you think about Robbie Anderson in draft season? We were talking about him as a low-level wideout three, certainly a flex play. Now his quarterback gets mono. They look like a laughingstock and everyone forgets him. It's coming back, and so should your perception of Robbie Anderson. James Washington as well in Pittsburgh. I told you, without these guys, he was going to be the big stud. He delivered with that big-time touchdown. We still don't know about the quarterback or Juju, but I still think Washington deserves to be on rosters. And I said it before, I'll say it again. Devontae Parker, people. Another 6-for-91. I have been saying Devontae Parker for like three or four weeks in a row. And all he has done has been a top-10 wide receiver in fantasy over the last month. I don't know how many times. I don't know how he is still unowned in three and a quarter of leagues. At the tight end position, listen, it's got to be Doyle. It's got to be Doyle. Now with Ebron to IR, Doyle is only owned in 35% of leagues. And let me tell you, Ebron was tight end 14 with 86 fantasy points in PPR. Doyle was tight end 18. You add them up. That's 164 points. You know what that would be? Tight end two. That's above Zach Ertz right now. And... I don't care about Mo Ali Cox. This is going to be Doyle, 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 Doyle rules. He should be the number one tight end ad. Jared Cook has been good since their bye and since his return. A touchdown in two of his last three. He's now humming with Breeze. Owned in a, you know, a good chunk of leagues, but worth the look. Ryan Griffin scored a touchdown again. Someone I mentioned last week for the Jets in because it's not Chris Herndon. You could do the Monday night football trick with uh, Gerald Everett tonight if you want. On the Rams tight end, he is a viable piece of that offense. He's like a tight end 14 overall if you need someone. Those are guys that I would look to, but definitely Jack Doyle. All right, Danny, let's look at the stats over Beats League because you are hanging in the playoff race, my friend. It look You are down right now. You're down by 23 points. But uh, you have Hollywood Brown, Mark Ingram, Gerald Everett, and the Rams defense. I think you're going to make up that 23-point gap. I think, Danny, you are going to get a W in our league against uh, Down Under this week. And you need it to stay alive, right, Danny? Yeah, and I, I'm hoping. I mean, it, it's I think all, you'll get it. It's all thanks to Down Under because he did Yeah, Down Under didn't, you know, started back. a guy with a bye and stuff like that. Down Under, though, listen, Down Under, remember, represents Australia, so we are international. I think we have Canada represented in the Stats Over Beats League as well. So it's an international league, and, you know, he's now at this point 3-9, and nine, so I don't even know if, you know— I don't even know if he's still tuned in. Maybe it's like, you know, rugby season down there or something else. But a win is a win, Danny. And that would get you, if you do get that win, into back in, like, you would be fighting with, you know, um, it looks like undisclosed location. You would be fighting for, provided I get a win, Danny. I have PayPal Steelers. And I look to, listen, I might be a spoiler. Remember, I beat Jilly Dilly last week. And now it looks like I'm going to get a win. I'm down 23 against PayPal Steelers. But I have Rob Woods and Lamar Jackson left, so I think I might get a win for it, Danny, to help you guys out. Yeah, I mean, you could you could make the 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 battle of the Dan's happen again. Ooh, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. And let me tell you something: Jilly Dilly may go down again. Uh oh. Jilly Dilly may lose again. Jilly Dilly is down by like sixty to the Fearless Squad. Has Cooper Cup, but I don't think Cooper Cup's good for sixty tonight. And that means John G, who with another win this week is eleven and one. It looks like we're gonna be saying congrats to our guy John G. Remember, he came here. Sat on set. We were looking at the first ever Stats Over Beach champion, potentially regular season. Although, we'll see what happens in the playoffs, right? Because anything can still happen if you're live, and you may be in the tournament yourself, Danny. I mean, that would be crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. Honestly, I think, Danny, I'm going to tell you right now, I think you're going to be the sixth seed if you win. If you win this week and next week, I think you will be the sixth seed. I think I'm going to beat uh, PayPal Steelers this week and help you out. 
And then it's going to be you, like the Wizard of Kaz, undisclosed location. And even Strong Style's getting in there with a little bit of a run. With two in a row, it looks like, uh, you know, maybe knocking on the door with a, sh- a small chance. But I digress. Danny, it is episode 420. I got these mints also. I got these mints also. Danny, you've had some of these before. I love these mints. You these love are, the mints? These are my favorite. All right, we'll see if we got a man. You know, I do have an hour left on air. Uh, speaking of that hour... Because Gabe is going to ask me my plays. Okay, if you're one of these people that watch like us on uh, Pluto TV, Channel 517, on Zumo TV, Channel 719, on YouTube, you see that Gabe starts off in-game live. He's going to ask me what my plays are. So let me get them out here to the crew. The stats over beat Cypher. So that, you know, if I'm stumbling over my words in 20 minutes, maybe the chat room can remember for me. Um, here's the way I think this game is going to play out, Danny. I saw a few weeks ago, Dalvin Cook, who is the league's leading rusher, go up against a top five run defense in the Denver Broncos and wind up with like 40 yards. And remember in that game, Minnesota was down big time at half and ultimately came back to win. I saw another above 500 team with a big time running back, this time named Josh Jacobs yesterday, go up against the number, a top five or top three run defense. Josh Jacobs only ran for 30 some odd yards. And the team that was starting to smell themselves and had reeled off victories in a row, they lost. And now this Ravens run game comes to Los Angeles to face the Rams. Danny, the Rams are number two in the NFL against the run. And I think that is a big deal. I have been saying all year long, you need to have the balanced attack. You can't turn your quarterback into a volume thrower. And unfortunately, the Rams' defense and their run defense If they slow down the run, they might turn Lamar Jackson into a more volume thrower than he would like to be. And unfortunately, that's the way I see this game going. I see the now they ain't going to stop Lamar Jackson. Okay, I do not think that's what's going to happen. But I am taking the under prop bet on Mark Ingram. And that's 53 and a half yards. I'm taking under. And by the way, it's gone down all day. I got it this morning at 53 and a half. It's now 50 and a half. I think they can slow down the run game. Mark Ingram. Will Lamar make plays? Yes, sure. But they are going to try to force Lamar to throw it. And they're going to put Jalen Ramsey on Hollywood Brown. And they're going to force the intermediate tight end game to beat them. I don't know if it can. And then on the offense of the Rams side. With Woods back and maybe Cooks back. Okay. And Gurley out of bubble wrap. He got 25 carries last week and they got to be. Listen, the Rams need to start winning. They're on the outside looking in. And they talked about it last week. I made the point. They went away from the zone blocking scheme to just putting two guys on the guards and being more power and letting Todd Gurley run. I think the. Rams' run game is going to be better. I think the fact that they're the full complement of weapons, the fantasy herd, helps Goff. And I think the Rams' defense will be able to slow the run. Lamar will make some plays, but he'll be, they'll be able to slow the run down. And I've been telling you about these dogs, these home dogs, these primetime dogs. Give me the Rams plus the three or three and a half points. I told you I'll take the under on, on the prop rushing total for Mark Ingram. I got it at under 53 and a half. And Remember, they traded Marcus Peters away, right? The one thing I'll say for Baltimore, I would not be surprised if Marcus Peters, who has gotten a few picks in that scheme in Baltimore, who knows Jared Goff, my flyer is a Marcus Peters interception for plus 450 tonight. I think that's possible, but ultimately, I think the Rams get healthy. And the other thing I was going to say is watch the MVP odds because these Ravens, I love Lamar, but they got the Rams now, then the Niners, 
defense, then the Bills defense, then the Jets, who are number one against the run. Right now, Lamar is plus 100 to win the MVP, and Russell Wilson is plus 250. I think that's the best number you're going to get on Russell Wilson because I think Lamar is going to be less than Superman over the next four years. He's still great, and I still think the Ravens are viable as an AFC championship team. But I think they go down tonight to the Rams on the road. Remember I always say West Coast to East Coast for an early start? Well, East Coast to West Coast for a late night start has the same effect on the body clock. All of these things, to me, you you sell high, you buy low. I'm selling now on the Ravens tonight. I am buying low plus three or three and a half with the Los Angeles Rams. And if you like Russell Wilson, get him for the MVP now because the Lamar Jackson number is going to go up. And then by definition, the Russell Wilson number is going to go down. I like the Rams. Thank you to everybody for the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Danny, no fantasy freestyle on Thanksgiving Day. So catch me on Make It Rain. Thanksgiving morning, we'll be doing a pro football today. So Thanksgiving morning, I'll be right here with the crew, and then we're back fantasy freestyle a week from today as we enter the fantasy playoffs. I will do a thank you cypher video for, you know, episode 420 and a half, maybe on Thanksgiving. But you know what it is. Yatu Sabe. I am thankful for the Stats Overbeat Cypher, the fact that we could even get to episode 420. Danny, I got a little bit of Pop Rocks here if you still want some. And I got a mint to wash it all down. In-game live is next. You know what it is. I'm out. Thanks you so much, Cypher. I love y'all. I'm out. Happy Thanksgiving. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Freestyle. Eddie, are you ready? We got a poll question up as well on Twitter. I want to know if you guys are in the playoffs or not because the stats overbeat Cypher. We win our leagues and win that cash. Big shout out to the people that have voted so far. And of course, my man, Henry Henderson. You know, Jilly Dilly is like the den mother of the Cypher. After last year's issues, obviously, with Jennifer, and we're happy that she is, you know, making a recovery as well. The Hendersons have to be the family of the Cypher. And he says, because of my advice, he's locked in for a buy, has the most point in his league. Week 15, here we come. So when we do the waiver wires a little bit later on in the show, I will let you know who to target looking ahead to those playoffs weeks, week 14 and 15. But let's get into it. I got a couple of injuries that we need to get after before because of week 12, right? The first one, the big one, Eric Ebron has been sent to injured reserve, all right? Uh, he's going to have procedures on not one, but both of his ankles. Doyle rules time, okay? I'll tell you exactly why you need to pick up Doyle if you need a tight end. And there's a couple of teams out there that you've probably lost the tight end over the last month or so. So that's definitely one. I don't usually talk about offensive tackles, but there were two key tackle injuries yesterday. Okay, first of all, Brian Balaga for the Green Bay Packers with a knee. That is going to impact not only, you know, the run game, but Aaron Rodgers as well. You saw they didn't do much against San Francisco. I'm not saying it wasn't the San Francisco defense that did that, but losing Balaga for any stretch would hurt them in their battle against the Minnesota Vikings for the NFC North Division title. And also, listen, Saints tackle um, Armstead. He goes down with a high ankle sprain. We're talking about everyone thinks the Saints is one of the top contenders in the NFC. This could have an impact as well. Listen, I say all the time, offensive line play eviscerates teams' chances. I've been talking for years about teams like the Texans, the Vikings, and others that have gone down because of offensive line play. If this befalls the Green Bay Packers or the New Orleans Saints, those you know star elderly quarterbacks have problems. Golden Tate in the concussion protocol. Carson Wentz with a hand, although they say he's going to be good to go. And some young quarterback news. First of all, Denver has said they may, they're considering activating and starting Drew Locke this weekend against, I believe, the Chargers, and the experiment is over in Cincinnati. I told you Ryan Finley was going to make starts. I just didn't say he was necessarily going to finish the season or which starts he was going to make. They said they have evaluated him, and the Cincinnati Bengals are going back to the Red Rifle, Andy Dalton. Um, Did you guys see this also, real quick? You know, Danny... Did you, can you show the people the video of what happened in Har- Harvard and Yale over the weekend? Play the video if you've got that ready to go, Danny. Look at this. In halftime, these guys, and this is students from Harvard and from Yale, they go onto the field to protest climate change, okay? The second half was delayed. 
Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh.